Hey girls, what's up? How are you? It's been over a week since I've done a podcast, but I'm back and I am so excited. I could not be more excited to be continuing these conversations on how to navigate the world of dating and how to navigate um, the difference between the masculine and feminine energy. And um, today is our 16th episode, I believe, and um, I'm excited to jump into this one. Also, I just want to let you guys know that I started this podcast this year um, at the, the last day in February, so going right into March, so it's been four months, and uh, today we surpassed 10,000 downloads, so I just want to give a huge thank you to every one of you who have listened, who have joined the journey, and it's all because of you that this has happened, and that just makes me so happy. So I am so stoked that a lot of this is helping you, and um, if you haven't messaged me, try um, give me a message. I love, love hearing from you girls. I love helping you. I love um, just interacting with you on the Instagram page. So send me a message, and I want to hear how one of my messages has helped you. So let me know. Um, but without further ado, I'm going to jump right in. Today's episode is called um, A Few Subtle Ways that we tend to step into the masculine a few subtle ways that we tend to step into the masculine so what do i mean by this well i'm going to just do a little review on masculine and feminine energy so first of all if you've been listening along um you know that i talk a lot about masculine and feminine energy and in fact the title of my podcast show is all um based off of that because called the true feminine so i know that intercultural um we're taught this almost false femininity um that doesn't really serve us um and so the true feminine is the one who just knows how to um lean back and understand what feminine energy actually looks like so some of you who are new and you're listening and you're probably like what is this girl talking about all this energy stuff Okay, first of all, I'm not that woo-woo. I'm not that like super like new age person at all. In fact, I'm a born-again Christian. And so um, I don't even really dabble too much in that. But one thing I will say is that energy is part of science. And science is an amazing, beautiful thing created by God. And in fact, um, energy is a lot like gravity. You don't see it, but you feel it. You don't And sometimes you don't even feel it, but with energy, you actually do feel it. So energy is something that when you walk in a room, you feel a room that is super high energy. Sometimes you'll say, man, that person was super high energy or wow, the vibes in that room are really weird. They were really off. What was up with that? Um, You might walk into, you know, a football stadium and you might leave and go, man, that room was electrifying. It was such high energy. It was so fun. So energy is something that we feel and people, humans are having energetic exchanges all day long. So we are exchanging energy, different types of energy, low energy, high energy, good energy, bad energy, right? So sometimes you'll say, man, the vibe was really weird in that room. Um, I don't know what it was, but I just feel like that person wasn't feeling me. Okay, I know we said that a lot. So I feel like that person wasn't feeling me or you'll be like, I was really feeling that person. You know what I mean? So this is all because we are having energetic exchanges with people all day long. So when I refer to masculine and feminine, I'm referring to these traits and these qualities of masculine and feminine from the very design of our bodies and anatomy. So when we talk about the feminine energy, we talk about this energy that receives, okay? It's this, I I am 
leaning back energy, meaning I'm not leaning forward because forward leaning energy is very masculine energy. And, um, forward leaning energy is counterproductive to getting a man. And so, um, our leaning back energy begins to create space for a man to step into that space to come towards you. Also, another thing about, uh, feminine energy is that it's more slow moving. It is, it observes, it allows, it trusts. I also have written, um, mini blogs on this on my Instagram account as well. So go check that out. Um, and then the masculine is the one that gives. So is the giving energy. Why is the masculine, the giving energy you say? Well, the masculine is the giving energy because it, in order to give, giving takes action, right? So it takes a form of action. And action is where the masculine comes into play. So the masculine is very action oriented. The masculine energy wants to make something happen. It's looking for, um, it strategizes, it is, has an agenda. It, um, is fast moving, kind of aggressive and things like that. Okay. But here's the deal guys. This is where things get a little tricky. Each one of us person, each one of us people, both uh, male and female, we have masculine and feminine energy inside of us. And so if we have those two inside of us, we are operating in one or the other throughout our entire day. Oftentimes when when we are at work, us women, we are operating in our masculine energy. Why? Because we're trying to make something happen. We're trying to... um, uh, we're trying to strategize. We're in our head space. So here's another thing. Masculine is in the head space. Feminine is in the heart. It's in the feelings. It's in the body. So body space. And when you think of body space, it's things that you feel. And when you think of head space, it's things that you're thinking, that you're working through, that you're strategizing. Um, so we all have both. Everybody has both of those inside of us. It's just a matter of when we are shifting into the masculine, when we're shifting into the feminine, by the way, there's nothing wrong with operating in your masculine energy all day. And in fact, we actually absolutely have to, when we are in our work environments, we absolutely have to, when we're raising kids, um, when you're taking care of someone or something, um, this is when we are operating in our masculine, but it is most beneficial in my own experience and research. It is most beneficial for women to fall back into the feminine when they are in a romantic relationship with a man. Why is that? You say, well, because this allows, and remember allowing the allowing quality is, uh, extremely feminine. This allows a man to come towards you. This allows a man to step up, to rise up to the occasion. It allows the space for him to take initiative instead of you stepping in to take that initiative. And when you step in to take that initiative, when you're making the investment, you, the lines get very blurry. And this puts a woman in a position where she says, I can't really tell if he likes me. I mean, he wants to hang out all the time, but I can't really tell if he likes me because, and I ask him, I text him to hang out. I think he likes me because he wants to hang out with me, but I don't really know. So it really begins to leave a woman in a very confused state of being. And this is where I do not want you to be. So, um, I'm going to give you a couple examples of some clients that I have. And again, I'm leaving them 100% anonymous as I will always do to respect everybody's privacy. But, um, I'm just going to give these people random names. Okay. 
So I'm going to call her Sally. So Sally goes on a date with Billy. Okay. Yes. Billy and Sally. That's where I'm coming from. Those are the names I came up with. Anyways, Sally goes on a date with Billy. Okay. They met online and at the end of the date, Billy says, man, I had a really good time or sorry, Billy says, um, yeah, so maybe we can hang out, you know, soon or, you know, maybe we can hang out again sometime. Sally instantly, Sally says, okay, great. So, um, when do you think we can hang out? So what's wrong with this situation? Now, most of you listening are probably thinking, yeah, what really is wrong with that? She just wants to know when she's going to hang out. So can we put that on the schedule? That's what Sally says. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, um, well, I haven't really thought of it, actually. Um, I wasn't really, I'm not, yeah, I mean, we can, but I'll just contact you later. So then Sally and Billy part ways, and Sally actually never hears from Billy again. She calls me and says, how could this be? What is going on? I don't understand. Well, we dissected the whole thing. By the way, I'm leaving a lot of details out, but um, for the sake of time, I'm just kind of brushing through this. But, you know, as she tells me the story, I listen to it and I'm like, okay. I'm like, well, you know what? You turned masculine as soon as you um, wanted to know immediately when you were hanging out next. And here's the deal, girls. There is nothing wrong with you desiring to know when the plan is going to be. I totally get that because it's frustrating. You want to know, you want to be able to plan your week out. But when it comes to dating and it comes to this masculine versus feminine, if you want to stay feminine, the best thing for Sally to do in that situation would be to tell Billy, oh, okay, that sounds really great. I would love to hang out with you. Um, Just let me know when. Now, what does that do? That then puts, Sally leans back and she expresses appreciation. She expresses that she enjoyed herself. And then she stops and she leans back and she um, allows the man the space to come towards her all on his own. Now, most of you go, well, what if he didn't? What if he doesn't? Well, here's how here. What I always have to say to that is that's great information for you to have. You want to know. You want to know if Billy's going to rise up and call you. Or if he's doing it out of obligation, or is he really doing it all on his own because he finds you interesting? Now, us women, I've done this so many times before in my past. We need, we have this like deep craving for control because control equals safety for us. So if we can grab control of something, we feel safer because we know what's going to happen. We know the outcome. Now, a man works the opposite. Man does not like to be controlled. They like freedom. They thrive in freedom. And they're turned off by somebody wanting to control them. Why is that? Well, there's a lot of reasons why, but this kind of steps back into that mothering idea. They're feeling pressure, okay? It's almost like a chokehold comes on them and they're on a leash. And all of a sudden, the woman put them on a leash when they said, when is this going to happen? Great, can't wait. Give me, let me know today. And that's coming from a place of fear and lack. And us women do that all the time. I've done it so many times in my past. And, you know, you just not need to know the outcome. You just need to know when. 
And unfortunately, in the beginning stages of your dating life, it's best to express how you feel. Gosh, hanging out with you made me feel so good. Thanks for, thank you for let, for doing that. And I look forward to doing that again with you. And then you stop and you leave and you make sure that he knows that he was able to make you feel good. And then you see if he rises up to come back to you. If he rises up to make good of his word when he said we should hang out again. Let's see if he actually follows through. So this is where you get to take the greatest litmus test of this man ever. Is when you say thank you, I'd love to hang out with you. And now I'm going to sit back for the week and watch and see what he does. Not what he says, what he does. And I'm not going to step in to try to make something happen. Now, this requires patience. This requires a level of security, a level of self-confidence and self-worth to go, I don't need to convince this man to want to hang out with me. And it's up to him to make something happen because he's the masculine and I'm going to stay in the feminine zone. And when I stay in the feminine zone, that is my superpower. Because what does this do? This speaks a few things. This speaks to the man that I am not desperate for you. I don't need to be with you. I don't need to have you right in this moment. I can wait. And the man will feel this no pressure on him, which will actually draw him closer to you. Um, it It will prompt him to want to come back towards you rather than run away. And so you want to make sure that you are speaking this, you are, you are giving off the vibe and that energy that I am not desperate for you. I don't have to know when we're hanging out. Now, if he calls you that week and you happen to have plans, well, guess whose problem that is the man's because he did not make the plan sooner. And the way that you teach a man or teach anybody anything is by your boundaries, not by telling him what he should and shouldn't do. It's by you expressing how you feel and then setting boundaries up to say, you know what? Actually, I would love to hang out with you today, but I have plans today. Um, I'm free on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday if you want to do something then. And then you see if he actually jumps on that and he goes, actually, Friday and Saturday would work. And let him take that initiative to make the plans, but you do not move out of your way to go succumb to the plans that he waited a while to make for you. No, you're waiting, you're observing, you're slowing your energy down and you're observing to see how this man shows up, what he does, how does he follow through with his words? Not the other way around, not, okay, quick, uh, when are we, let's put something on the books. And if I talk to any girl who does do that, jumps the gun and taking initiative, When we really dig deep down inside, and again, girls, I have been there a million times. That used to be me all the time. When we do dig down deep inside of that, we can all all agree. Usually most women will say, well, yeah, actually, I, I just, I was nervous. I did get scared and I did really want to put something on the books because in the past, he doesn't always put that in the books. Um, and so, yes, I do want that, you know? And, but we have to just dig into where that's coming from. It's coming from a place of fear and of lack. And that is not who you are. You are not a woman of fear. You are not somebody who is lacking anything. You want to come from a a mindset of abundance, which says I am enough just as I am. And I am amazing and I'm worthy. And if this guy really wants to be with me, he will make it happen. 
And I am going to trust that he will make this happen. A big feminine energy quality is trusting. Going to trust that he's a grown man and he can take this upon himself. And by the way, this sets an excellent precedence for your whole relationship. If you're always the one who's initiating it in the beginning, you will always be the one who's initiating for the rest of your relationship. If you are the one who does not initiate, who takes their time and allows the space for the man to initiate, guess what will happen? He will always initiate. He will always rise up and step up to be the man that you're looking for. But the second we take over in that masculine way and we get in our headspace and we start to step into that masculine zone of strategizing and trying to make a plan and make something happen, this instantly pushes the man back into the feminine. And now the roles are reversed and the man is not pursuing you as much as he used to. And if I know most women, at least most women who are following this account, this podcast, um, I know that most women who are listening are desiring a man to pursue you and to take initiative. And if we want a man to pursue us and to take the initiative, we need to slow down, express our feelings, set boundaries, and just stay feminine and let the man take that initiative. Don't be so quick to step in and try to make something happen. That is just rule number one. If you don't learn anything today, just remember Ask yourself always, am I trying to make something happen? Or am I going to stop and let this man make something happen all on his own? And when you can get in that position, you can one, observe to see who this man really is, how he shows up for you. And two, uh, you will usually, you will end up getting a man who does take the initiative who does rise up to meet your needs, who does step up into that masculine zone and make something happen. So that is one example of the subtle ways that we tend to step into the masculine. So um, I try to not keep these episodes too long. So um, it's almost at 20 minutes and that's about where I try to stop it. So I'm going to stop there today. I'll jump on here more to talk about more uh, ways that we do um, step into the masculine just to give you practical examples. Um, If this is helpful for you at all, go ahead and tag me on my Instagram account and let me know if you're listening to this um, and how it's helped you. And um, that way I can connect with you. And also send me messages if you have any questions in the DMs on the Instagram account at the True Feminine. The link is in the um, area below. So um, yeah, I hope that was helpful. And I hope you guys have an amazing day. Remember, try to stay feminine, understand the difference between masculine and feminine, and work on ways to um, just catch yourself when you are stepping into the masculine. So I hope that was helpful for you girls. Um, Like I said, tag me if you're listening to this. Tag me on Instagram. I would love to re-tag you and um, connect with you. Okay, God bless you. Have a great day.